Welcome to the Lake Point Church Weekend Messages Podcast. Thanks for joining us to hear the latest sermons happening at our church. We pray that God speaks to you in a timely way through this message. And if you're encouraged by this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share it to help get the word out. You can find more digital content to feed your faith and our other podcasts by visiting lakepoint.church/digital. Now, let's tune into the message for today. Merry Christmas, Lake Point family. My name is Carlos and I serve as pastor of Church Online. And we are so glad we can connect together today and that you're joining us for our very special At Home with Josh and Jana service. Hey, here at Lake Point, we are one church that meets in six locations and in two languages. We also meet online each weekend where we literally come together with thousands of people who are part of our LP online family from different cities, states, and even countries all over the world. While we may not be meeting in person this weekend, we want to let you know that we will be back meeting in person next weekend, and we are having one service only across all of our locations on Sunday, January 2nd at 11 a.m. We hope you'll join us at one of our DFW locations next Sunday at 11 a.m. or online at that same time if you can't be with us in person. To find a Lake Point location near you and any other information, you can visit lakepoint.church. And now... Will you please join me in opening your heart as we worship together? Merry Christmas, Lake Point family. Today we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, the greatest gift of all. We invite you to lift your voices and join us as we sing.
For he came. He came to die so that we would be sons and daughters of the Most High. He came to pay the price that our sin deserved, but we could our, on our own not pay. He came. And today, we praise the one who came for us. His name is Jesus, the Son of God, Son of Heaven. This is his heart upon 
Merry Christmas, Lake Point Nation. Hey, what Jan and I hope is happening is that you're coming to us like snuggled up under blankets. You got coffee in hand, kids at your feet. We hope the fire might be roaring and that you're in your living rooms. And so we kind of want to do the same thing. We're coming to you from a living room. And what we'd like to do is kind of bring you into a little Howerton family tradition that we do every year. So our family has a tradition. The word holiday means holy day. Every Christmas, the family gathers in the floor of our living room, and the father of the house reads the Christmas story <laughs> to remind us why this day is holy. Yeah. So years ago, like, I grew up, and we gathered at my grandfather's feet, my papa, and he read us Luke 2. And then as he went to be with Jesus, then we gathered around my dad's feet and, and listened to him read the Christmas story from Luke 2. And now it's fun for me, like, the kids gather around my feet, and I read the Christmas story from Luke chapter 2. So one thing Josh says is that every family is like a little church, and every church should be like a big family. What a great saying. It is a great saying. <laughs> so right now, let's gather online as one family. Read the story, and then we want to share a quick word of hope with you. Yeah. All right, family, here we go. Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be registered. And this was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. 
and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. You know, it's like funny for me, like every time I read this story, it reminds me of how much God loves to do new things. Uh, so just think about this. Like in the Old Testament, God promised that he would make a new covenant. At the first Christmas, he came in a new way. When we follow Christ, the Bible says he makes us new creations. And the Bible says when Christ returns that he's going to come and, and declare, he's going to say, behold, I am making all things new. So, so watch this. God wants to do new things, but we've got to cooperate with him in order for that to happen. That's right. A life first for me is Isaiah 43, yeah. verses 18 through 19. And I want to share that with you this morning. It says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. When God says, remember not the former things, here's what he's not saying. That's right. God is not asking us to forget his past faithfulness. In fact, forgetfulness is the greatest enemy to our faith. Because when we stop forgetting what God did, we're going to stop believing that what he's going to do in the future. He's not saying, forget that he worked. He's saying, don't get stuck on how he worked in the past. Expecting it to look the same, or you're going to miss the new thing that he's about to do. Sometimes the greatest obstacle to us embracing the new thing that God's mm -hmm. doing in us now is being stuck on what he once did and expecting him to perform the exact same miracle in your life in the exact same way. That's right. So, so like, think about this. In Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection, he fulfilled 322 prophecies, a lot of them like very specific. So like it was prophesied what city he'd be born in, that it'd be Bethlehem. It was prophesied he'd be a descendant of both Abraham and David, that he'd be born of a virgin, that he'd die and that he'd be resurrected. In fact, if you take all 322 of these prophecies, a mathematician figured out the odds of one guy fulfilling all of these prophecies was one in 10 to the 127th power. Okay, now, now stop and think about this. A lot of people wonder, man, if Jesus fulfilled so many very specific prophecies, how in the world did the Jews fail to recognize the Messiah when he came? Well, guys, there's an obvious answer to this question. Listen, they were expecting God's new thing to look like his old thing. So they failed to recognize the new thing when it came. And guys, many people are just like Israel. 
God is trying to birth a new thing in your life. It might be a new calling. It might be new relationships. There, there might be like a whole new life he's giving birth to right now as a new follower of Jesus. But watch this. And you're missing it because you're expecting it to look like whatever old thing God did in your life. Now, here's a principle you got to understand. Listen real close. You've got to release in order to receive. If I come to like one of our kids and I'm trying to give them like a new present, but they're clinging on to the old toy that they have, it's really obvious. I can't put something new in their hand until they release the old thing that they're clinging to. You're the same. You've got to let go of what's in your hand to take up something new. Now, Jana's experienced this a few times. Can you yeah, tell about this? Yeah, that's right. God has asked me to do this so many times. Josh has started calling them my quiet crucifixions. Quiet crucifixions. <laughs> so here's a couple ways I've seen God do this in my own life. I thought I was going to have a career in speech pathology, but God asked me to lay down mm-hmm. that career because he had something different in mind. And now I'm doing ministry alongside yeah. of Josh. Yeah. He also asked me to lay down what I thought our family was going to look like. Um, as many of you know, all three of our children are adopted, and I would not change that no, for the world. we would not. No. Right. We always knew we wanted to adopt, but I also thought that we'd have a large family with biological children, too. Mm-hmm. And God asked me to lay that down, lay down what I thought our family would look like, and he made a way for us to help hundreds of families move towards adoption and foster care. Every time, I had to release before I could receive You need to release your expectations based upon how God worked in the past to receive the new way that God is working now. Yeah, so guys, a lot of times when we get to Christmas, we talk about Christmas being the season of giving and receiving, and all that's great. But what I really want is for you right now to think, man, this might not just be a season of giving and receiving. It might be a season of releasing. You know, some of you, here's what's happening. God right now is working a new calling in your life and you're missing it Mm -hmm. because you're holding on to your old expectations about what your future looks like. And because you're holding on to that, you can't step into a new calling. It's time to release. Some of you guys, like, honestly, God has birthed something new in your life. And like maybe for the first time in your life, you're trying to follow him in a wholehearted way, Mm -hmm. but you're having trouble moving forward because you're clinging to some old relationships. Listen, It might be time to release some old relationships so you can receive new ones that make you better and push you into your walk with Christ. You know, for some of you, it it might just simply be like old ways of living, old habits, old sins, old mindsets that need to be renewed. And the only way that you can receive those things is if you take a season of your life and go, it's time to release. Now, as a church, we're excited about this. That's what the entire season of January is going to be in the life of Lake Point Church. It's going to be a message series and a a season of emphasis with us just upping the spiritual intensity, the the, the, uh, vibrancy in prayer and receptivity of the Holy Spirit so that we can not just release, but so that we can receive all God has for us. Mm -hmm. And what we want to see you do right now, this Christmas weekend heading into a new year, is release what you need to release so that you can receive what God wants you to receive. So Jana, would you pray for us? I would love to. Father, you are so good, so kind, merciful, loving. Um, 
you are always for us and you are working in our hearts. You are working in our lives. You are sanctifying us and cleansing us and allowing us to become more like you, Father. So I just pray that you will continue the work you've started in each one of us. Help us to release the things that we need to let go of and um, be able to receive just the new things that you have for us and knowing that these are good things, Father. Mm -hmm. You are working good in our lives. So, Father, please continue the work you've started and um, just ultimately help us to receive more of you in our life. We love you and we are so thankful for Jesus and it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, and we love you, Lake Point family. Merry Christmas. (laughs) What an incredible service today with a message of releasing expectations in order to receive what God has in store for you. Hey, thank you for joining us today and for your continued faithfulness. If you'd like to give to Lake Point and help us continue to step in boldly as needs arise, text GIVE to 20411. That's also where you can give any year-end gifts online through midnight on December 31st. To drop off your year-end gifts in person, you can bring that to a Rockwell location anytime through 4 p.m. on December 31st. Merry Christmas, Lake Point family, and we can't wait to see you next year. Thanks for listening today. For more biblical teaching and worship, join us for our church online live weekend services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. For more information about all the digital ministries of Lake Point, visit lakepoint.church/digital. slash